To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, we are going to talk about missing Disney. We've got uh, two things kind of going on here. Um, being Miles from Main Street, uh, we just don't get to go to Disney as much. And so we miss a lot of things, um, not just missing Disney, but also just just plain old missing Disney and not being able to be there. Um, and so uh, we're going to talk about um, some of those things that, that we do to kind of replace those things that we miss. And also we're going to talk about um, the COVID restrictions and some of the things that you just plain can't do anymore at Disney uh, and how we're missing some of those things and how we're coping with um, not having those. Um, so I think this, this will be a good one kind of taking us back to our roots of uh, we're miles from main street and we're just trying to get through it. Um, I know I have, a, I have a couple of good things. What about you, Brian? Oh yeah, definitely got a couple of good things here. I think this is beginning to be a really good one for us. Um, yeah, you know, we we have kind of strayed a little bit from our uh, our our theme as far as missing Disney. So uh, it's going to be good to get us back on track here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I know that. I mean, it it doesn't help that we we both recently went on trips, so so <laughs> we're missing Disney less. Uh, although I I I am always missing Disney. Every I I think I've posted this on facebook but every day i wake up and i'm not waking up at a disney resort i'm just super sad <laughs> right yeah uh it i i don't know i have dreams about being at disney <laughs> i uh it, it happens but mm-hmm. <laughs> but Me hey too. if i could mention <laughs> that i need to thank you for pushing through i know you've had a heck of a week and you're under the weather but I know you can make it through tonight, so I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Y- you guys may be able to tell I'm a little uh, nasally tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little under the weather. Uh, I don't think it's uh, it's definitely not COVID. Don't freak out. You will not get COVID by listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's uh, I think it's some allergy stuff, uh, which is weird because I just have never had allergies. But this week is just hitting me hard. Um, so that's interesting, but we will persevere for Disney. As <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so give all a round of applause out there for hanging in, getting the job done. <laughs> I'll just, I'll sit back and wait for it. 
yeah, Michaela. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll start. Um, and this was this was a toughie for me. Um, and I'll kind of explain why. Um, I'll start with my uh, the thing that I can't do because of COVID in the parks. Uh, and this was tough for me because honestly, the, the way the parks are right now with COVID, um, I, I was totally fine with like the things that they don't have going on right now are the things that most of the time I'm kind of like walking right past. Um, I really don't do character meet and greets. Um, really for me it's just kind of like i'm not going to wait in line for something like that and that's it's just not what i want to spend my time on however uh it is i mean it's a it's something disney and it's something that would be fun so most of the time if i end up doing that it's because i've caught them at a good time uh and i was able to just run up to them um that's always a, a good time like if if you see characters walking to a certain area follow them because they're walking to where they're going to start doing their meet and greet um, or they're, they're walking backstage and then they won't let you backstage. <laughs> so don't walk, <laughs> don't follow them all the way to the utilidors, but that's just never been things that I'm too interested in. Um, however, the one big thing that I do miss uh, is quick service. Um, I miss being able to just kind of like, um, and I don't do I don't do this a lot um, when I'm in Disney where I, I make decisions on a whim. Um, like I've I've said before on the podcast, I'm a planner, um, and so with quick service, that's really the only thing that that I ever really do on a whim because most of the time I'm I say we'll do quick service for lunch and then table um, table dining for dinner, and so usually quick service that's the one time that I'm kind of like. Like, oh, let's just go here. Uh, and with COVID, you you can do that at certain places. Uh, but for the most part, you got to be making um, uh, online orders. And you can't really, I mean, you can kind of do that on a whim, but you're going to be waiting a decent amount of time. Um, and so that's, that's something that I miss is um, quick service dining. Uh, and they're not all open right now. Um, and there are certain dining areas that... Um, that aren't open at all, even like sit down um, places like Casey's corner. Um, I loved Casey's corner. Uh, I was really th- looking forward to that and it's closed. Um, so yeah, that's, that's um, one of my biggest things um, that I miss most about the parks that right now with COVID that's happening. Uh, and I guess the way that I'm kind of getting around it is uh, getting good at mobile order. Um, and I think that's kind of what everybody's doing. Um, and it almost feels like a hack sometimes, um, because sometimes mobile order is super easy. Uh, if you catch places right as they open, um, you can just mobile order and walk right up and get your stuff. Um, that's what I did at, uh, cosmic arrays and, uh, they were just opening and I just put it in my order and walked right up. Uh, and as soon as I did that, there was just a big, huge crowd. Um, and so just get good at that. Um, and that's, I guess that's something that, that, um, has kind of helped me with all of that is getting good at mobile order. Uh, and I, I could see myself using it in the future. Um, maybe, 
but um yeah it it sucks that that not all these places are open you can't just kind of like just decide where you want to eat um because that was always fun um but yeah i think i think mobile order is is very good and and you can you can use it um even when covid's not happening um but that is something that i miss it's interesting you bring up the the mobile ordering um i had used it a couple of years ago when it first had started i was using it and it was awesome because nobody else was using it so you would put in a mobile order and people would be standing in lines all over the place cuz i always i've had to go spring break the last couple of times we've gone and there's people standing in line everywhere and you walk right past everyone and they're kind of giving you these looks like, what are you doing? And you just walk up and take your food and off you go. And um, so this last trip, I thought I was all ready for it. Right. Like I, I've done it before. I've seen people on streams using it. I've listened to the people talking about it and I get there. And the first time it happens, I'm like, Oh, Oh shoot. I have to do that this way. Um, there is a, definitely a learning curve to it, um, but once you get it, like it, it's pretty slick. Um, we had to, we put in our, so like Hollywood Studios is kind of a little bit of a different animal from the rest of the parks because of the smaller space that it is and just the, the way the dining's working. So like we definitely wanted to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. So we put in order as we were waiting in line to pay for parking. We were putting our order in at that point. And um, we had, so we had built all that in and we set our time for, I don't know, I think it was 1, uh, 1230 or something so that we could walk over and just get it when, when it was ready. Um, but the biggest thing I've, I learned is that you don't hit I'm here when you're there. You hit I'm here when you want to get it when you're on your way there right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so give them a, a 10 minute warning if it gets done it gets done and you you know like they do they will okay you didn't make it in time i was watching a tim tracker video he didn't make it there in time so he had to reorder it so mm -hmm. it's not a you know like a big deal if you don't get there in time like they'll give you a few minutes i don't know how long it is um but they'll give you some time to get there. And if you don't get there, they kind of move it back into the system. So they're, you know, I know it's not being wasted. They're selling it to someone else, mm -hmm. but um, you know, you can put that in ahead of time. So staying at the contemporary, we got really good at ordering at Contempo cafe. And I knew I'll put the order in from my room. I'll hit, I'm here. And then I start walking up to the, um, fourth floor where Contempo is and by the time I got there it would be ready and you'd have all these people standing around I'd see them on their phones like putting the order in <laughs> you know as they're standing they're like oh I hate this and, and then they would have to stand there and wait for their food to be done whereas I would just walk up go past all those people grab my food and get out of there um, and I thought that was really slick when you were able to really figure that out so like that day at Woody's or for Woody's, we were, um, we were in Star Wars and I just, okay, time to eat. Let's hit the button. By the time I get there, food's ready to go. Oh, good. You got your thing. Yep. It's all set. Just show them that you're where you're, which they give you a number on your phone 
for where you go pick up to show them the number and away we'd go. Um, I got nervous when we were at Ronto's Roasters in the morning because we ordered the regular wrap and we ordered a breakfast wrap. And as you've heard, I've got a family of five and we, um, we ordered just the two wraps as breakfast because we didn't know what it was going to be. Well, two of the kids just absolutely loved it, the breakfast ones. So they wanted more. So I ended up having to put in more orders for it. Well, thankfully they weren't very busy yet. So I was able to just pick them up immediately. You know, yep, we're here. And then, you know, two minutes later, it'd be ready to go. So thankfully we get, we had that. Um, but we did have another time at Epcot where they wanted, you know, my daughter wanted something other than what we had ordered her and it became a disaster. So I mm-hmm. had to put a second yep. order in and that took a while for them to get it together. So it's good. You know, I agree. I miss quick service um, because it's nice to be able to just take care of the food when you want to do it. Um, COVID has definitely created more planning issues. So hopefully we can get away from some of this um, when we finally get COVID behind us. But I think that, as you said, there is a benefit to mobile ordering and it's not going anywhere. It's staying. They're going to keep it forever. Yeah, definitely. And I, I totally agree. And um, it maybe it's the, um, it's the, I have an impatient side to, to me. Um, my sister can attest to this. She, I did not want to wait in line for uh, Slinky Dog because I thought it was not a good idea. Um, but she, but she was able to, uh, to get me to wait in line and be patient. Um, and I guess that's kind of the way that I go through the parks. So if it's not planned and if it's not something that like I know like I can show up and like get done quickly um or that like i've planned into our plans um it's it gets pretty frustrating um that being said um i I think i only had a couple times uh on my last trip where mobile order just took way too long uh and uh, all those times they were in uh galaxy's edge uh just because you just you just have to give yourself more time when you're when you're out there um and and that was the busiest day that we had in the parks and so it makes a lot of sense um but yeah it's uh it's it's something that i i've actually started to use doordash more and so it, it i i would compare it the the interface um experience to something like doordash um but yeah, it's, I mean, like you said, it's not going anywhere. Uh, and I don't think I wouldn't want it to go anywhere because I think it can, it's a pretty powerful tool for people. Um, and I see Definitely. myself using it in the future anyways, because Disney will, will probably force me to. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'll, and I'll get into one that, you know, when I'm missing Disney, just not being there, I'll keep with food. I'm looking for some of those food items to take me back um i've been trying to perfect that mickey waffle (laughs) (laughs) recipe um for those of you that don't know a mickey waffle uses the carbon's golden malted um mix 
waffle mix that's out there. Uh, I can only find it either on their website or Amazon. It is not sold within stores. Um, but they do something to that mix to make it even better. And thankfully, they put out a nice, uh, for the Mickey's 90th anniversary, they put a really nice waffle iron out that makes those mini waffles just the same size as what you would get in mm-hmm. the parks or you know anywhere on the resort. So those that's something I'm always trying to do is to create recreate the food that's down there um i'll i'll post in on facebook um there is a cookbook that is getting a lot of traction and a lot of people are really enjoying the recipes that are in it and it's unofficial Uh, i have not picked it up myself but i have seen a lot of people raving about it um that the copycat recipes are really really good so um, I'll try to post that out on Facebook and so everyone can see that. Um, so that's one thing that I'm doing is I'm, I'm doing Mickey waffles whenever I can. Um, what's some of the other, uh, we did with that waffle theme, we did the Nutella and fruit waffle that they'll make at uh, sleepy hollow, which is excellent. Um, I don't know that you can really recreate those waffles that they have there. I don't know what they do to them but they're nice and like so soft and foldable yet still have that waffle crisp to them. Um, but yeah. And Nutella with anything for me is, is delicious. So <laughs> uh, I have wanted to smoke Turkey legs. Uh, I do have a, my own smoker. Um, I've done some Turkey, not to the extent that they have done it though. They, they have really good Turkey legs. Uh, during the shutdown, I made Mickey pretzels uh, and Winona Foods out of Green Bay, which is where I am. They have got the cheese cups that they sell in the parks. So I need to figure out how to order from them. Unfortunately, everything I've found from them so far is like in bulk, which I don't want to buy bulk processed cheese. <laughs> you you know that you can throw me some of that, some of that plastic cheese. Uh, I think that's. Uh, I think that's DFB guy who calls it plastic cheese. <laughs> I think there's more people than that. Yeah. I don't know why it's plastic cheese, but yeah. I mean, so those sealed cups that they give you with the Mickey waffle or Mickey pretzels, they, um, they sell it. It comes right from right here in green Bay. So I, I know where the company is. I just got to figure out how to get my hands on it. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the recipe they put out for Mickey pretzels, during the shutdown was dead on like it was it was great um so just a few of the ideas that i do for food wise um when i'm really just missing disney i i yeah oh i've been buying joffrey's coffee lately which (laughs) i know you love Mikhailo. so huge uh, (laughs) fan huge (laughs) fan of joffrey's coffee (laughs) <laughs> I'll I'll give Joffrey's another try. Obviously, I mean, when you're in Disney, you got to get some Joffrey's. Um, but there's always there's always a uh, Starbucks. Um, and we we were pretty happy with. I mean, Starbucks is my go-to because I'm a basic white girl. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I I do the same. I've been doing a little less um, recently uh disney cooking um and that that just kind of comes down to the fact that all of the recipes that i've wanted to try i've done 
uh, and everything else seems a little out there <laughs> to be able to do uh, like smoking a turkey leg. I would love to try to do that. Um, I, w- I would like to find out what the brine is that they use because I bet a lot of what makes those turkey legs so good is the type of brine um, and how long they did everything. Um, that would, that yeah. would be great to know. I wonder if that's, if that's out there, if anybody out there knows how they smoke and they brine those turkey legs, let me know. Cause I want to give it a try. Um, and I just like smoking things in general, not, <laughs> <laughs> not smoking, smoking. Uh, I don't do that, but um, smoking meats. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've, I've done things like I've made the Ronto wrap. Those are fun. Um, I've, uh, I've tried my hand at cheeseburger pods. Uh, I watched Tim tracker do it and I was like, I could do that actually pretty difficult. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the hardest part about, um, cheeseburger pods is like the Bayo bun is just smoking that bun and like getting it to the right consistency. Um, most of the time I just kind of made like a cheeseburger bagel pot or something, whatever I made. Um, cause it'll just like, I'll just cook it like regularly. I'll just bake it. Um, and it never kind of comes out the right way. I tried to steam the first time I did, I made them and it just didn't come out right. Like I just didn't do it right. So that's probably the, the hardest part about making things like that, but it's fun. It kind of, I, I played uh, the Star Wars Galaxy Edge music um, in the kitchen while I was making all that stuff. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, something, that's something I do too, uh, is uh, Disney food. Because um, I'm, I'm a foodie and I love uh, eating Disney food. And um, I've, I think I've had some of my best meals uh, at Disney uh, or on Disney property. Um, the, the one that's jumping out right now uh is uh be our guest i think that that place just blew me away uh when i was there and i think it might have been because of all the the false hype that people were giving it um people were saying that it's, that's it, that it's overhyped uh i think it's hyped just just, just the right amount <laughs> so um but yeah uh something for me that that i miss when i'm away from disney so this this was a tough one for me, uh, and I think this wasn't is is interesting because it's kind of more of like an aesthetic type thing where it's like I really miss just being in the parks and just like experiencing these things, and that's probably why I enjoy uh, like like going to hotels like themed places. Um, if you, if you're from Wisconsin or even if you're from the Midwest, uh, you may know a little place called the Wisconsin Dells. I love the Wisconsin Dells because that place has like these themed hotels that they just really, they give me Disney vibes like the Kalahari. If you've ever been to the Kalahari in the Wisconsin Dells, that place is, that place feels like animal kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I, I enjoy going there and I think um, I'm going to try to pinpoint this because I know this is like a big esoteric idea. uh, But the thing that kind of like pulls me into these places is the music. Um, and not even really just the music, but just like the, like the ambiance of everything. Um, I, I just love that. I think Disney does a really good job with a lot of that stuff. Um, 
And so that's that's something that I miss is just kind of like the theming and the feel um, of being in a park and like just being away from uh, like life and like the real world. Uh, and this is actually a pretty easy way uh, to put yourself right into a Disney park is just listen to some background music. Uh, I've talked about it before. Like there's just a crap ton on YouTube. Um, I like to put, um, I have Google in my uh, apartment and I've got two speakers. And so I can make like a little like, like I can put them both on each speaker and I can feel like wherever I go, I've got Disney ambiance. Um, and so I love that. And that's, that's awesome. So that's something I, I really enjoy doing is just like listening to that background music and um, really feeling like I'm there. Um, that's just kind of like a good coping mechanism in general. Uh, like if, if you're missing Disney, just go, go on there and find like the space tunnel from um, Space Mountain and feel like you're walking down that queue. Um, or go find the, they even have just like the background noise of um, Pandora. Uh, like you can just turn that on and feel like, and just hear all of the, uh, the sounds that you'd be hearing when you're in Pandora. Um, such a cool thing. Um, and all of that is just so cool. And it really just kind of puts you into those places and, and where, where Disney wants to put you, that's where you feel like you are. Um, all the way down to uh, the things that you're hearing around you. So I really enjoy that. And I mean, I'm a, I'm a music nerd, so I love, I love just listening to music and, and feeling feelings, feeling the feelings that you get through this music. Um, I was always a, a kid who I, I, I still kind of do this where I don't really listen to lyrics. Lyrics are very uh, secondary for me. Uh, when it comes to listening to music, I, I listen to melodies and, and harmonies and stuff like that way before I listen to lyrics. Um, my parents didn't really understand that when I was in my metal phase, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would just listen to metal and, and it would be about some of the worst things, but it's like, that's not really, I mean, that was there. I was listening to it. Um, but it's, it's, it was always something that was very secondary. Um, and so that's like exactly what Disney ambiance music is, is just like the random stuff in the background uh, that you can just listen to and like not really like pay all that much attention to it. Um, but it's all beautiful. Um, and uh, Disney does a really good job, probably the best job, 100% the best job uh, with uh, this kind of stuff. So yeah and we've done a whole episode on on the music and how wonderful they are at it but yeah i just this weekend we were driving around and i wanted to turn something on and i didn't want the stupid radio on again mm -hmm. um so i i got out amazon and turned on just some disney music and it was you know movies movie soundtrack music but it just kind of settled me down, you know, like, okay, good. And then the kids all, we all start kind of singing along and, and it really helps me think about those times that we're at Disney and, and, you know, enjoy those memories that we have that, from being there. And um, yeah, the music 
definitely helps. Um, and it's nice that there is so much on YouTube. There's at Disney themselves have now put so much out on Amazon and Spotify that you can go and you can just pick it up on those services and, and listen to endless amounts of it. Um, I've mentioned Sorcerer's Radio and, and Deep Park Radio. Um, I have not had good luck with their apps. Um, so I get turned off quite quickly, especially Deep Park Radio. Like, I so badly want to listen to their background music um, channel, but it doesn't work well on my phone. So I've never been able to get into it very well. Um, yeah, but yes, I... The music is always something that I'm missing. Uh, you know, the, it, I always, I'm right now, just thinking about how they use music to help you transition from land to land. Um, specifically, I'm thinking about when you leave uh, Discovery Island at Animal Kingdom and walk into Pandora and just how the, the noise and the, the sounds that you hear is changing as you go in. So many people miss that. They don't notice it because they're just running to get on flight of passage. Take your time and listen to that. Um, yes. Well, that is, music is a big piece for me as well. As you know, that um, I'm always paying attention to the music. I was listening to a stream the other day and she was waiting in line for Festival of the Lion King because it just started back up, which we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, as she was waiting in line, um, the, the music they had on the background, I had never noticed that music there before. I've never really had to stand in that line before. Um, and I, I just was like, wow, I really like that music. So now I need to go find that track, see if I can find that track. Cause it was a lot of African music. Cause if you are aware of where festival of the lion king is it's in the middle of africa um in animal kingdom so uh the and i have a, a affinity towards um african music as well so i was hearing that i was just kind of like oh man this is so awesome so i gotta go figure out what that is you know that's something that i do at home is for whenever i'm missing disney or or i need to connect to disney I start digging into things like that, like little things that might come up. I'm, I'm going and looking into that type of stuff. Um, it keeps me interested. It keeps me learning more. Um, you know, I, I, I've done a lot with history. I've done a lot with uh, the details you find in the parks, um, you know, the little Easter eggs, like we just talked about a couple episodes ago. Um, and and now I'm going to start digging into some of this music because it just there's so much they've got. Anyway, I'm getting onto a big tangent that we probably should run down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that uh, music has been a big piece for me as well when I start missing things. Uh, you know, I'll get back to the Festival of the Lion King right now. Um, that's been a big COVID miss for me is the shows. Um, the, not having those performers in those parks is a big miss. It's a big miss for the guest. 
it's a big miss for the cast members and it's a big miss for just the overall experience. Um, I know a lot of people skip those shows and they shouldn't because it's world-class entertainment. It is, if you have a desire to see something on Broadway and you're walking past Finding Nemo, you've mm-hmm. done yourself a disservice. Um, you know, if you want to see a certain kind of band and you're not paying attention to who's playing at Epcot, again, you've you've messed up because they've got top-notch performances going on every day on that resort and you need to make sure you're paying attention. Um, so yeah, the, the fact that festival of the Lion King, which I was hoping it was going to be back by the time we went, um, but it wasn't and that's fine. But um, seeing them performing again, kind of started bringing, you know, like it's, it's starting to feel like we're getting back to normal or whatever this new normal is going to be. We're finally getting starting to come out of this COVID thing and knowing that that show has started up again really helps. Um, We, we have live performances in the green Bay area. Um, I have not ventured out to them too much uh now that i am vaccinated uh we're getting back to our normal ways and and doing things um so we're looking at doing some of that type of stuff again but when we were down there and seeing those live performances and then not being able to see them (laughs) when we were around here um that was that that's just you know part of the territory right now but the you know, it goes all the way back to the music that we were talking about. And I'm so glad that these performers are finally getting back to work and getting to perform again. Cause I know that that's all they live on. They just want to perform for people and not being able to do that for a year has got to be hurting them and to be able to do that again. Um, I think isn't talked about enough really. Um, so I'm very happy for them to be back and I was missing it. I have seen it streamed a few times now, the new show. I think it's a good compliment to what the real show is. There's some things missing, uh, that they can't do because of distancing requirements. And if you pay attention, those performers are at all times, six feet apart. Uh, I think the main four might get a little closer at times, um, but they have their backs to each other when that happens. So I think that that plays into it. But um, yeah, the whole thing is six feet apart. There's The birds don't fly on the trapeze sets right now, um, but they do this really cool dance um, during uh, Feel of Love tonight that um, it's a good good substitution. So um, I I have really enjoyed some of the things that Disney has come up with to replace the things that they had to take away. And so anyway, I'll get off that soapbox for a while. (laughs) Go watch shows. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, and I totally agree coming from um, somebody who actually is a part of 
live events um, and not having them uh, for such a long time and actually having them. I have my first live event uh, next month uh, that I'm doing lighting for and people are showing up and we're setting up the rig. And that's the first time in probably like over a year uh, that I'm doing this, uh, that it's a live, live event. Um, so this definitely hits real close to home. Um, and it's so close to home that, um, Brian, I think you've seen the pictures. Uh, I know a couple people in that finding Nemo performance, um, that they have. Um, I know people there. I know people, um, who perform at Epcot. Um, and, uh, they were, uh, I had a couple friends. I have a couple of friends that are jammers. And um, they were lucky enough to keep going uh, because they were such a small group um, and they were able to uh, keep performing. So that's that's exciting for them. Uh, but yeah, just the fact that things are slowly coming back. And that's definitely a big part of um, Disney are these amazing performances. And you hit the nail right on the head. If, if you want to go see a Broadway level show, it's happening at Disney World. Mm-hmm. almost like constantly like all the time like there's one happening everywhere mm-hmm. um and it, it's even all it, it's even down to the ambiance of just ebcot and just walking around the countries we, we, we kind of don't have that right now anymore we don't have these street performers happening and we don't have uh lumberjacks performing rush songs anymore uh <laughs> i don't even think that's a thing anymore anyways uh that was my favorite thing um but yeah it's that's that's a big part of disney a lot of performers um when they're first starting out um end up going to disney and then jump from disney to some of the biggest stages in the country and in the world um so you're seeing people who are going to be stars or were already stars um they they had that um the Broadway review that they were doing for a while at Epcot. That was really cool. Um, and they would bring in stars all the time to come in and perform at that. So these, they go all out uh, with these performances and it's just so, super sad um, that uh, we haven't been able to enjoy them. Um, and I, I, I am a person who, like I say this every single every single podcast we have, but I'm sprinting through the parks. And so it's real easy for me to just kind of like walk past a small show and be like, eh, I don't really want to do that. Um, and there actually have been several times where either my brother, or my sister, or somebody else who I'm at the parks with uh, will show interest in, in something like something small and i'll be like i don't really want to do this but i'm a nice person so i'll end up going and watching this small show with them and just be blown away Mm -hmm. uh, by how cool these shows are so just give them give them all a chance because and and, and it's it's disney like there's a lot that goes into putting on any type of show at disney um i'll it all from from the beauty and the beast show all the way down to the small street performers that are at Epcot. Like they're all immensely talented and a lot is being put into these shows. Um, And so that's, it's sad, but it's also happy that um, things are starting to come back. Uh, I know that people, people are starting to get called back um, 
a lot now. Um, I actually, I have tried to, I, I had a small little interview with a um, person who, who works at Disney. Um, and he, he told me that um, they'd be interested in me, but they can't hire until 2022 because all of the union people have to, have to uh, jump in first. Um, and that's, that's slowly happening. Um, and so it's, it's exciting to see that, but um, we don't know what it's going to be like when we, when we get back. Uh, like we don't know what reality is going to be like anymore, <laughs> what normal is going to be <laughs> anymore. Um, hopefully pretty close to what we had before, because that was pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to get back to a concert and and really be able to enjoy the full concert experience again. Um, you know, I see some of these things where they set up pods for people in, in fields and there's some there's something about that it, that does attract me that I won't be you know leaning up against some sweaty guy in a pot mash pit or something, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it, it's a uh, It'll be a long time coming when we finally get back to that. Yeah, if it, and, and just thinking about that, just thinking about the things that I've done at these shows and how like after COVID and after going through all of this and like all of the precautions that we've taken, like sweating in a pit of people just does not sound appealing anymore <laughs> like that sounds terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh well enough about that um yeah get get out to see those disney shows when you're there definitely take time um i'm missing them all the time i i can't believe it took me as long as it did to finally see finding nemo but when we did finally see it we had to take the kids and we had to, every time we were like, Oh, you guys are with us. We got to go see finding Nemo. Um, and there's so many people who are like, eh, it's this, it's that with the show, but it's so well done. Mm -hmm. And the music that they've created is, is wonderful. Um, it'd be cool to see it extrapolated into a full show, I think, mm -hmm. but I don't know if it would have enough legs <laughs> on Broadway. You never I know. I think it would. I think it's it just does so well in the parks that they, they they're just fine with it where where it is and doing what it what it what it's doing. Uh, they'd rather throw more money at things like Frozen or uh, um, Aladdin stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I don't know if Hercules can get a full show. I figure Finding Nemo Finding Nemo <laughs> should get one too. But uh, I lost track. Who was next? I think you were the one that started on music, right? Yeah. No. I, I, well, I, I'm sorry. I dove in with uh, performing. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's your turn. Correct. Um, yeah. Well, something that, that I'm missing um, and it has a, a special place in my heart. Um, and it probably has a special place in everybody's heart, honestly, because it's probably one of the most magical things you get to see while you're at Disney are the fireworks. Um, and it's kind of sad in a couple ways for me because um, I loved um, Wishes back in the day uh, and I love Happily, Happily Ever After. Um, and so, and just the whimsicalness of Magic Kingdom and having that be the way that you end your night has always been amazing uh, for me. 
And uh, it's it's pretty special for me too because it was probably one of the first times, and this is kind of specific to me, but it was one of the first times I realized my brother was into Disney as much as I was because I remember just chasing him. Again, my fam, we're just running through the parks. I don't think you understand how we just <laughs> sprint. You don't run in the Disney park. <laughs> we That's are one of just the rules they made us sprinting everywhere <laughs> i don't think you understand no but um yeah just trying to chase him chase after him at the end of the night when my feet are hurting and i can't move anymore but he is just dead set at seeing the fireworks and getting a good spot um and just realizing that that was something that was important to him um and it's something that's important to me um so that was really nice um but it's just an amazing way to end your night and uh it does kind of suck because the fireworks show that I felt like I identified more with was Illuminations. Um, I loved Illuminations and uh, it's sad that I didn't get to see it one last time. That is, I think that's, that's very sad for me. Um, and that kind of also comes down to the fact that, Hey, we're not in Florida. Like if I was two hours away, I screw it. I'm, taking the day off and I'm, I'm making a beeline to go to Epcot today. Uh, I can't, I can't do that on a regular basis. Uh, I was happy that I was able to get out during COVID into the parks. Um, so that's one thing that kind of sucks being miles from main street. Um, but I mean, it comes with the territory. Like if, if you're going to live in the Midwest, you're going to miss some stuff. <laughs> um, unless you have, an unlimited amount of money to put towards Disney, which is definitely where I want to get to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I work so that I can go to Disney. <laughs> yes. Um, but that's, that was one sad thing was that I, w- I wasn't able to be there when those fireworks um, ended. Uh, and I wasn't able to see it one last time, but again, I'm sure whatever Disney comes up with, is gonna be amazing happily ever after is amazing and i was sad that it was taking the place of wishes but it's so cool and it's so great um and so that's i mean i just trust disney and uh that's something that that i do miss and i do wish i could end my end my nights at disney with a fireworks show um and i hope they come back um sometime soon uh and i know that um we'll talk about the types of things that we do to feel like we're we're at, at disney and watching fireworks uh but there are there are only so many ways you can watch steve porter uh record fireworks because <laughs> he's probably the best one that does it uh but there's just like i mean it's just youtube like there's something about being there and experiencing the fireworks and being at the parks uh, at that time that you just aren't going to be able to get until you're actually there doing it. And that was the conversation when we were on our way home was, yeah, it was great. It's still Disney, but we miss fireworks. Not having that celebration at the end of the day. Um, it, it was weird. Uh, now, they do have some interesting things that they put in 
Um, you know, we didn't really get a chance to talk about characters too much. Um, I love I love meeting characters. I love trying to find ways to interact with characters that is more than hi Mickey, how are you today? And them looking at you and you not knowing what to say next, you know. Um I enjoy trying to find little things. Um like if you ever get a chance to talk to Pocahontas, ask her about her necklace. Tell her it's beautiful and let her go on about it because it's an amazing experience. It's that's it's those types of things that I'm looking for. Um so anyway, running on that tangent again. But um back to the fireworks. Leaving Magic Kingdom, Mickey and Minnie and a bunch of them were up on the train station as we got there. And we were able to talk to them. We were able to interact a little bit with them. And uh, if if you're not aware, when they leave, they come down the steps and walk right past that tunnel that you walk out or, or in, either way. Um, as you're leaving the park, you, you they'll come down past that tunnel so when they started walking out i grabbed my daughter and my son who was standing right next to him and i said come on let's go and i went running over to the stairway and we were able to stand right there and wave at them and say goodbye and it was almost like you know that was our last night at the park we were leaving the next day so it was almost like saying good goodbye for however long this hiatus is going to be for us um so I think that was a really neat way to replace the fireworks. I shouldn't say replace, substitute something in place of until we get the fireworks back. Uh, it happily ever after has been a special show. And I've mentioned that many times on the show, but it's been something important to us as a family um, and my wife and I. So, when they finally get that back, I can't wait. <laughs> um, that, that'll be great. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, and it's just, like we said, um, just a great way to end the night. Um, this is, I mean, and, and it's Disney. Disney's never going to, I mean, you, you can find ways to have a bad day at Disney. <laughs> usually it's your own doing. but um disney is gonna give you the best of everything um the best way to start the day um some of the best ways to eat some of the best ways to be entertained throughout the day and the best way to end a day um all of those things can be found at a disney park um and just kind of not having all of those put together and wrapped up in a little bow into your amazing Disney vacation um, can be a little disappointing. However, it's, it's Disney and it's just being there and spending time, uh, especially for people like us, spending time in the place that you love most um, is honestly good enough for me. (laughs) Um, Once all these things do come back, um, we do have to remember that they're going to come back with crowds. <laughs> so there's also yeah. that. Um, but yeah. I've, I've never, never really had a huge issue with large crowds. Cause I've always gone 
to Disney during the summer. Those were always, I always had summer vacations. And so that's, we always dealt with crowds anyways. Um, but yeah, once, once everything comes back and everything is the, I'm doing air quotes right now, the way it was, <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever normal is going to be. Uh, once we're able to have those, those perfect Disney days, um, it's it's going to be so much better and it's going to be so much more fulfilling to be able to have a day at Disney the way it was meant to be. Yeah, uh, Walt was definitely not thinking about COVID when he created his day, <laughs> his yep. day at Disney, but we'll get back there. Um, yeah, we, you know, it's been fun talking about missing Disney. Uh, I miss it every day. And I know, like I mentioned, character interactions. I know you guys have something to tell me about what you're missing from it. And I would love to talk to you about it. So let's meet up on Facebook, um, maybe tomorrow or, or the next day. And let's talk about it. Uh, as Mikhailo says, we have a pretty good response time on our Facebook page. Yep. So uh, <laughs> we would love to have you come out and, um, you know, if, if you've got, if you want, we've got our community group. We'd love to have you join us on there. Pose your questions as a post right in that group. You're allowed to do that. Please do that. Let's talk. Um, otherwise, I will have something on our Facebook page that uh, that asks about the the podcast tonight. And uh, let's talk. Let's let's hear what you have, what you're missing. Maybe I can find a way to help you. Maybe Mikhailo has an idea for what you could do in place of not being at Disney right now. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. Miles from Main Street, easiest way to find us on Facebook uh, and Instagram. We're on Instagram as well. Yes, trust us. We uh, have missed probably everything about Disney at some point. <laughs> all, the, all the way down to the bricks in the, in the sidewalks. Uh, which I have one sitting here in my house now. So see exactly people. <laughs> I sound like, I mean, I, I am married. I do have kids. I, I I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not sitting in a basement <laughs> being, like, being a total geek. So, <laughs> I mean, we are, but I, <laughs> <laughs> that's beside the point, <laughs> but uh, that's all we got for you guys tonight. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next time on miles from main street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at miles from main street podcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under miles from main street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then until next week. Remember some live close but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. Mm-hmm.